experts say that the 49ers should keep quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. Hmm. We're going to talk about that right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Joe, breezy air. this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy this. You already know. It's Good Friday. Well, Black Friday, excuse me, not Good Friday, that's in April. It's Black Friday, which means everybody's probably out shopping right now. I don't know why, because you could just shop online. I mean, they, everything is online now. I mean, I, stores were closed yesterday. But, I, I, look, it's one more day to the 49ers get ready to play some football. I'm, I'm super excited, guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Shout out to all the members out there. I see you guys out there with your little green, little green marks, man. Let's get these colors up so the longer, the longer you stay members, your colors go up. So... We should be seeing a lot of colors going up. But good morning to everybody out there. I see you, Christy. I see you, Eddie G. What's going on? Eddie was actually one of the first people in the building. Good morning, Faithful. Hopefully the food comas were as good as mine. I'm going to start. I'm Look, I'm still in the coma. Yo, I got in bed at like, I was so full. I was in bed probably like 5 p.m. I couldn't move. I was uncomfortable. I was trying. I don't even, and I don't even think I ate that much. At one plate. Like one plate, and I didn't even have the big plates, you know, the big dinner plates. It was one of them like medium-sized small plates. I mean, it was it was a mile high, <laughs> but I, I I didn't have that much. Just I, I didn't think I had that much. Anyway, I know my stomach is still in the coma. Uh I quickly probably at 12 o'clock I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. So you know, it can help regulate. Uh, Miss Debbie's in the building. Thank you so much, Miss Debbie. Good morning, Wayne. Blessings to all the faithful joining this morning. Please remember to hit that like button. The wonderful Jacqueline Knox is in the building. She says, good morning, Niners. How come they don't have a gold heart? Why well, got to be a uh, Kansas City yellow heart looking like ketchup and mustard? Not cutting on your hearts. I just want to know why the emojis don't allow you to switch the colors of the hearts. It's just just questioning. Christy, she says, good morning, y'all. Christy, I want to know how your Thanksgiving was because you had... The most food prepared. You know what I'm saying? The most food prepared. Like she had 45 turkeys. Uh, well, Moe's knows exactly what she had. Uh, she told us what she was having. Uh, yesterday was a great show. It was a Thanksgiving show. It's a special show for you guys. We gave some things away. Uh, and then I have Mariah on here. Uh, and what a pleasant surprise she was to have on here. Good morning, Troy. Troy is in the building. What's going on, baby? Another member in the building. Troy out there shopping. I, I know you guys are out there shopping. Kali, save that question, bro. Actually, you know what? Let's start it off with that. Uh, Louisiana Hot or Texas Pete? So what's funny is I'm going to go with Red Hot. I know that's not an option, but that's what I rocks with. I'm just a Red Hot guy. 
if I'm going to use hot sauce, it's red hot. I, I think that's what they even talking about. Guys, if you didn't see the video clip <laughs> of, of, of Spencer Burford and uh, who else was that in the clip with Spencer Burford? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody saying Texas Pete. <laughs> Let's say off brand here. It's got to be red hot. I, I've never heard of Valentina, but it's just red hot for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's red hot. It's none of the above. It's red hot. Uh, but yeah, uh, they were they were going around the locker room. Uh, they had practice yesterday. We'll, we'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, and they were going around the locker room doing a little interview, asking them which one. Debo said Texas Pete, but everybody else was saying the Louisiana. So uh, I don't know if because Debo came in and kind of like bullied the interview. Uh, I don't know if, if if they went with Texas Pete, but everybody was going with Louisiana. But once Debo came in and said Texas Pete and then ended it with Texas Pete, it kind of like went off. Like, so if you guys didn't get a chance to check that out, it's all over social media. So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. Shout out to our sponsors over there at Residency. Yo, Residency got a, they got the Mexico hat. Did you guys see it? If you guys aren't, look, let me see if I can share the screen. They got the Mexico hat. And I'm like, damn, why didn't they tell me? Man, we, we got to work on our communication residency because I would have had that hat rocking it in Mexico when I was out there. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't understand. All right, so check it out. I'm going to show it to you guys real quickly. They got the Mexico hat and they got a, a Black Friday sale going on. So check out the sale. But you can see they got the Mexico hat. They got the slime bowl. Uh, the corduroy is sold out. Um, they got the Santa Clara dad hat. They got the mission. That's the one you always see me rocking. I'm rocking the Alameda right now, but they do have a Black Friday sale going on. So go to www.residency.com. Use the promo code SF Breezy and save on your purchase today. Hey, you know what, guys? Next Tuesday. Is it next Tuesday? I want to say it's next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Guess what? John and I will be back right here. 49er Supporters Club. All right, you can go to supporters.49ers.com. Now, the only way you can watch this podcast is if you are a member. Now, the membership, there's a Black Friday sale right now, I believe, on the membership. Go to supporters.49ers.com, become a member. You're still going to get your free pack. You're going to get all the goodies that we showed. Remember, Mike and I did the unboxing of the stuff that you get. Uh, and when you become a member, you get discounts, you get special offers, all that different type of stuff. Go to supporters.49ers.com. Sign up today. We're going to be doing a podcast next Tuesday that is exclusive to 49er members. All right. So if you want to become a member of the 49ers, not just a fan, but a member where you can win cool things, go ahead and sign up. All right. Don't want to miss out on that. John and I got a crazy show that we're going to be bringing to you guys. All right, man, let's get this show crack a lacking. Uh, we got all the formalities out the way. I just want to check out some of the comments, see what you guys are talking about out there, because you guys are on a whole nother level. Uh, yo, uh, thank you, Ty. Definitely. That's what we do. We keep the party going, man. We keep we keep the party going i think i might even bring my dj equipment out there to california i got my speaker system might as well just bring it out there and have a good time you know what i'm saying just just have a great time that's what we do um jared says hey man i want to thank you for doing the show you always provide bro thank you for just you just blessed my my heart uh you know what i'm saying you just blessed my heart man thank you for even this this comment uh listen i this is why i do it like you guys 
it's it's cool to talk to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just want to talk or listen. Sometimes I just do the show to listen. Today's show is going to be about me listening. I got a question for you guys, and it's should the 49ers keep Jimmy Garoppolo. You guys are going to be calling in. I got my friend Paul coming in very shortly from across the pond. Want to get his takes on it. Want to get his takes on the game, the upcoming game as well, uh, and things like that. But let's go ahead and break down some 49ers news very quickly. There's nothing new going on. Look, practice report, injuries are the same. Armstead didn't practice. Debo was limited. Ebucon was limited. Kylie and I were getting into an argument about Debo Samuel. And then you guys got to go read the comments after the show. It was really cool because a lot of people were giving their takes on it. Um, but listen, Debo out of shape, less explosive, things like that. I know a lot of people feel like he's out of shape. I wonder if it has to do with his 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 condition with his hamstring. Notice, and 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 you know what, Kylie? Remember two years ago, he was kind of out of shape. Or whatnot. And I'm not just talking to Kali about I'm just I'm talking to everybody. He brought it up yesterday. He had hamstring issues. So maybe you're right. Maybe he is a little bit more out of shape, a little bit more on the heavy side and things like that. And uh who knows? It is what it is. Guys, don't forget to hit that like button while you guys are watching. You know, it'll be really cool. You guys know what it does for the algorithm. So just hit it. All right, cool. Bam. So yeah, no really big injuries. Uh, as far as uh, no news on Kinlaw returning off the IR, things like that. So let's go ahead and break down a little bit of history of the game. So we're going to be playing um, New Orleans Saints on Sunday. They're coming off of a win, right? They beat the Rams last week. All right. So here's some cool, interesting things about the history. The 49ers actually lead the series 48 to 27. Uh, there's two ties. Now, if you guys don't remember back in the day, Okay, back in the day, day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the day, the Rams were actually in the NFC West, so there were a lot more games played. And I know someone yesterday said, Why do we always seem to play the Saints? Not the Rams, but the Saints. Why do we always play the Saints? So the Saints were, you know, one of the teams that we had to face a lot, at least twice a season. Uh, but the 49ers pretty much dominate the series. Now, here's the kicker the 49ers kind of like, like are struggling the last seven times they played he only won like once it's crazy right Kyle Shanahan did get the win like that 48 win I'm excited because this will the 49ers score do the 49ers have to score plus 40 to win this game because there's no Drew Brees you know what I'm saying there's no Drew Brees so will the 49ers have to score I don't know I I don't score 40 I want, do I want them to score plus 40? Absolutely. Do they need to score 40? I don't think so. Not when they're playing a team that's, you know, I, I will say this. Andy Dalton is a gunslinger. Andy Dalton is a gunslinger. All right. Andy Dalton's a gunslinger. Uh, Christy, to address your uh, question, uh, where's Peachy? Peachy is away right now. Um, she's going to be uh, laying her father to rest. Uh, and so she's taking care of that. Right now. So just guys, please keep Peachy, Peachy and her family and your prayers. All right. So that's what she's doing currently right now. So we might not see her for a little while. All right. All right. You guys are saying hell no, 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 sir. I'm trying to think of how many other ways we can say no. Is Kylie laughing at me? Yep. That's he was laughing at the question, I bet. Uh <laughs> <laughs> nah, he said he said straight up no. Uh, we got a no. 24 will win it. That's our magic number, guys. We get to that number, we kind of Win games. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm with Jerome, though. He wants the 40. They should have had... I, I think the 49ers should have scored 40 points in Mexico City. They just missed out on a couple of opportunities. You know what I'm saying? 
they just missed out on a couple of opportunities. And so, look, I think the 49ers could sit there and, and do some damage. You know what? Yesterday we were talking about this key piece or whatever or whatnot. Uh, and I was talking about like how I felt like Elijah Mitchell was going to be this and going to be that. So I did some research. All right. I did some homework. You guys think I don't do homework, but I actually did some homework. So when you see me looking down at my phone, I'm going to pull out, get my phone out because uh, I have it actually in my phone. And so I, I wanted to look up Christian McCaffrey against the Saints. Why? Because he's from the NFC South. <laughs> Just overall, like overall, I'm going to give you his, his stats, right? So Christian McCaffrey against the, the, the New Orleans Saints has a total of 109 carries for 373 yards. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but he's only played the team eight times uh, and five touchdowns in his career. The last time he played the Saints, which was this year, he had a hundred he had a hundred plus yards on the ground. This he might actually be the factor in this game. I know I said I want to see Elijah Mitchell uh be the, the bell cow, but you know, let's ask our brother Paul what he thinks about who's gonna be the key factor in the run game. Is it gonna be Elijah Mitchell or is it gonna be my man uh Christian McCaffrey Jr.? Paul, what's going on, baby? What's up, Brazy? Nothing much, man. I know you was at work and and you were gonna jump in, and I appreciate it, man. You know Fridays. I like to call. I want to. I, I want to designate my Friday shows to have you on here from across the pond. So whenever you're available, you're more than welcome to be here, bro. Well, I have been watching the show whilst at work, so uh, <laughs> I want to say to everybody in the chat, I've been dying to join in the chat, but I knew I was coming on, so I thought I'd save my thoughts till you had me here. So it's always great to jump on, Breezy. I had a blast last week, so thank you, buddy. All right. I appreciate you. Now, listen, I got to ask you this question. Who's going to be more of a key factor in the run game? Not the passing game. I think it's unfair. But in the run game, is it going to be Elijah Mitchell or is it going to be my man, CMC, who's currently, is he currently like number two in, in Yak? Oh, my gosh. Well, I was very impressed you'd done your homework because like you, I'd looked into the stats and because he'd come from the that division, he's done really well against the Saints. But I believe we're going to have a game plan similar to the Chargers. So I think you're going to see Mitchell used predominantly in the run game. I think Kyle Shanahan this year, Breezy, has shown that he looks at the opponent's weaknesses and he exploits them. And I think you're going to see Mitchell as your traditional old-school running back. He'll get your yards. And I think he's going to use CMC as the offensive weapon and use him like he's used the last couple of weeks. That's my opinion anyway. But what do you think? Yeah, like, I, whew, I don't know. I felt like he got a little beat up in the Arizona game. And then when they put Elijah Mitchell in there, he was able to bully the ball a little bit more. And then once they got Elijah Mitchell going inside, then you started to see the outside runs. But I will say Christian McCaffrey had that one big outside run first that I thought might have went to the house. That was that block where Trent Williams put Buda Baker in the in the sand. <laughs> like muscle-bound man, put your face in the sand, like a little LL Cool J reference for those that like hip-hop out there. But yeah, like that that's what I... So I think... But but it was weird because they utilized him inside first and he was gashing up seven yards. But then there was that one stupid penalty where he had like a four-yard, five-yard carry, got called back, we got behind the change, we ended up having to punt. That was where I thought that Jawan Jennings' P.I. call should have been called or whatever or whatnot. Um, I'm going with... Mitchell's fresh. I think Mitchell be. I think Mitchell's the bell cow. 
He may not start at the running back, which wouldn't I, actually I would I would let him start. I would let him start at the running back and get put both of them in. Get McCaffrey out there in space, right? Have Elijah Mitchell back there, possibly leave Juice out and give them a different look. Because I'm gonna tell you one thing: the New Orleans Saints defense, I know they're they're not ranked high. But they got really good players. And I don't want to get into – I, I want to run at those edges. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get Cameron Jordan out there. Get him gassed out. Get Davenport out there. It takes less pressure off the quarterback. I don't think their interior is that great, but the outside is good. They don't really have the linebackers, but they got the secondary. They are getting players back as well. So, uh, And practice report said that Alvin Kamara didn't practice yesterday. So there's a possibility he might not even play. Nah, Kamara's playing. You're right, the secondary for the Saints is really good. So, uh, Jimmy G has been playing well. I don't think he turns the ball over for the fourth game in a row, Breezy, because I think he doesn't need to. I think it's going to be a lot of yards after the catch. I think it's going to be a lot of that CMC, Mitchell 1-2. And you said there, getting to the edge. That's what Kyle Shanahan does. You've got Jake Brendel coming off a massive game. I don't know if you saw him in the changing room yesterday. He was still buzzing over that block on the Debo touchdown. And that's what you want to see. You've been saying this since off-season. You want to see Brendel take on those reps, getting that confidence. Trent Williams embarrassed Buda Baker, who, to be fair, Breezy, I'm a big fan, but Trent Williams absolutely <laughs> buried him. And our <laughs> offensive line is getting better and better. And I know at the start of the season, a lot of the content creators like yourself were worried about that offensive line. And I could see why. But the last couple of weeks, you've got to give them the credit that they deserve. And I think... Look at it a different way. You're the Saints defensive coordinator. You see Debo. You see Mitchell lined up in the backfield. You see McCaffrey in the slot. You see uh, Trent Williams. You see George Kittle. And you think, is this a pass play? Is this a run play? And Kyle Shanahan, you know, he could probably hand it off to Juice and go yeah. the opposite way to where everyone's looking. So that's the beauty of being a 49ers fan at the moment. I mean, I'm going to cash some receipts and breezy. Last week, I said Brandon Ayuk could have a two-touchdown game. A lot of people out there were unsure. And I said... I said Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't turn the ball over. So I have been cashing those receipts all week, brother. You got it. Whenever you get the ding, ding, that means you're on point, bro. Like, you got it. <laughs> you got it, bro. I, I I give it to you. You came on here. You've been saying it. And you were right. Uh, he had two touchdowns. Uh, I will say, I, you know, I'm giving myself the ding, ding, because I said <laughs> that George Kittle, they need to get the damn ball to George Kittle. And what happens when they got the damn ball to George Kittle? Oh, oh, wrong button. Hold on. Get the ball to George Kittle, baby. You know what I'm saying? You get the touchdown. But, uh, like, just, just, I think the 49ers, you know, just to go back to touch on the offensive line uh, before we open up the phone lines. We got, we got eight minutes. We're going to open up the phone lines. But just to touch on that offensive line, at the beginning of the season, I said, don't worry about the offensive line. I said, give them time to gel. That's the one thing I said. And Trent Williams missed a couple of games. And so that didn't allow them to like really get into fruition even though i know aaron banks has been playing good hasn't given up a pressure uh still has some issues in the run game but he's a lot better out there when trent williams is good and and it makes that left look really well and then the the, the biggest issue is the center to the right side right and so they're still 
getting continuity. I would say the split reps between Burford and Brunskill is something that's actually working. Usually you don't see that on an offensive line because you want to build the continuity, but somehow Spencer Burford has the ability to say, okay, we're going to rotate. Cool. No problem. And so like for a young kid to be able to do that, that's, that's astonishing, right? Then Brunskill comes in off his injury. He's playing well. So it's just like, okay, like the, the offensive line just needs to find a way to build the continuity. Don't really know. If I, I really, I really, I've been saying this about Mike McGlinchey, and I know he's an elite run blocker and he's an average pass blocker, right? That's him. That's him 100%. But this year, he's not really even average. He's kind of like below average at pass blocking, and maybe he's just good at run blocking. And I, I guarantee you, it's not because he's declining. It's got something to do with that injury that he's recovering from. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw the interview we did with Brad Graham. I didn't realise the injury was as bad as it was with McGlinchey. So when you realise how far he's come, and like you said, it's a topic of conversation with 49ers fans. We're spoiled on the left side. You've got Aaron Banks, you've got Trent Williams, you go up the right side. Burford has been amazing since day one in training camp. I think we picked him up in the fifth round. I don't think anyone expected it. You know it. (laughs) You know, we seem to do all right in, in the fifth round, but... You touched upon it before I jumped on. Cam Jordan versus McGlinchey will be a big battle on, on Sunday. Um, and I think McGlinchey is in a contract year. So as much as the business side of the NFL comes into things and you don't like to think about it, he's playing for the next contract as well as Jimmy G. I know at the start of the show you were talking about, what, keeping Jimmy for 10 years? Mm-hmm. I can see Dion in the chat. I don't think Dion could cope with number 10 being a niner for the next 10 years, Breezy. I don't know whether we could do that to our boy Dion. All right, check this out. Before we jump into that, because I want to get your take on it before we open up the phone lines, because I know they're going to be calling in and I saved that topic. Uh, Before we get into that, I do want to know your biggest matchup, your key matchup in this particular game. You, I, Alvin Kamara is sick. That's why he wasn't at practice. But if he's healthy, he's probably going to be good to go on Sunday. But what's your biggest matchup? And then what's your biggest position battle? Let me get those two. So I was like many people. I took all of quite high in fantasy football. I didn't know too much about him because I'm the first to admit I'm not a massive college football fan. Purely because it's on on a Saturday night and my good lady doesn't let me watch football two days in a row. Got to play good. the family card sometimes. But Olav's been quite good for me. So I do think it'll be interesting to see whether we travel Mooney because this time last week, Breezy, we were saying Mooney won't travel with D-Hop and he did. And I don't think it worked so well at first but- because he struggled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but you know, did, 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 he struggled. You got to watch the film. There were reasons why. Yeah. There were rub routes. There were, I don't know. Yeah. But when I say struggled, when I say struggled, he I asked struggle. this question to the 49 Faithful UK on uh, Tuesday night. Would you rather have had Brandon Ayuk with two receptions, two touchdowns for 20 yards, or would you rather have D-Hop with his 11 receptions and 95 yards, but no touchdowns? And I think Ryan has a defence, Breezy, which is bend but not break. He doesn't mind giving up those yards, but when they get to the red zone... That that was my point. That was what I was going to say. You're right. You're 100% on. It was because he was playing off, and he told you why. He he spoke about it. He said, look, man, I was going to let this guy get me, beat me deep. So if he get me underneath, cool. Hopkins had like one catch that was on him where he kind of, like he was running stride for stride. and and, And no, not even that. It was a route. Hopkins ran a route. The ball was perfectly thrown. Now I remember it like day. And remember, uh, it was like a comeback route. And and Mooney was going down. So if the ball was overthrown, it was a pick. 
But un- the ball wasn't overthrown, and he made that comeback. He stopped in his tracks. Mooney was going this way. It was just a great catch. It was a great catch. He had nine receptions for 91 yards, and I put out there that I still felt like they checked him in to what I call the psych ward. Why? Because they kept that man out of the end zone. If I'll give up 100,000 yards and zero points if they're not getting any points. What's the, what do the yards matter? You guys just said that. Look, Jimmy can get all these stats and be all this great, but if he can't win the games that count, what's the point? So if, De- if Hopkins can get all these yards but not score, what's the point? So he builds his stats up and he still loses. At the end of the day, that was my argument. And I wrote about that in WebZone. So if y'all would read the article, it talked about limiting Hopkins, checking him into the psych ward. He didn't score. And then I think Sports Illustrated put something out and I commented on it. And I was like, yeah, he had nine, he had nine receptions for 91 yards and zero points. And people laughed at me. I'm like, why? He had zero points. Like at the end of the day, he didn't score. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That's the one guy you don't want to score because he brings so much energy, synergy, juju, whatever. He scores. It's a different ball game. We know that. And they had to take him out. Why? Because we eliminated their asses by the third quarter. So, of course, he wasn't going to do anything. People be cracking me up about that stuff. My bad. Anyway, let, let me let you t- let touch in on this Jimmy Garoppolo situation because, you know, here's what's going on, right? Every media head, talking head in the media, is is enamored. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm using that word because that was a word that was used for Trey Lance. Is enamored by Jimmy Garoppolo and his play. And then the one of the GOATs, one of the greatest of all times, who was like, got to let Trey Lance play. Got to keep Jimmy. He's confused me. I don't know if it's the concussions or what. Uh, on K, KNBR, he says, Steve Young on KB, KNBR last night says, I don't want Jimmy around here for the next few months. I want him here for the next 10 years. Steve Young, 10 years? That's a decade, bro. I'll be 50, 52. I I couldn't do it. I won't do it. I couldn't do it. What are your thoughts on this? We're going to open up the phone lines right after Paul gives his comment. I mean, it comes down to recency bias, doesn't it? So, obviously, Jimmy is coming off probably some of the best football in his career. What's frustrating, Breezy, is this is what we wanted from Jimmy a couple of years ago. And he's in a contract year. Remember last time he was in a contract year? He balled out in those last five games of the season. Kyle Shanahan slimmed the playbook down. We all thought we had the franchise quarterback. Myself, you, John V, Dion, we all bought 10 jerseys. We were all on board. But we've seen enough now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, John V was due to put his on on the locker room rant on Tuesday night, but he, he decided not to. Uh, I think the chat were, were wanting it, but we don't do regular season wins in San Francisco. It's about the Super Bowl. Now, come back to me once we've got number six in the cabinet and we can maybe have a conversation. And if Jimmy is the MVP in the Super Bowl and we've won, then maybe you have a different conversation. But at the moment, he's coming off one of the better games of his career, but the Cardinals will beat up. And the checked out, you've watched the game tape, Breezy. How many business decisions were made by those defenders? The Debo touchdown, the Kittle touchdown, which, to be honest, I loved. But when you watch it back on the All-22, there was about four defenders that, realistically. If you're conceding that touchdown and you're reviewing that game tape, you, you, you're fuming. But I said it last Friday, and I'm going to stand by it. I'm all in on Trey. I want to see Trey area. He's going to be QB1 next year. I wish Jimmy well. I hope he does put that Super Bowl in the cabinet for us, Breezy. He goes off and he gets that bag, like Dion said. But I don't think it's us. I I just don't see us paying him. We've got too many other people that need paying. We've got Nick Bosa. 
So if you ask the chat, would you rather have Nick Bosa here next year or would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo? Because when it comes out in the money, you can't pay everybody. Yeah. I that to me that's the most important reason why they went and, and drafted a young guy. Uh yeah, with and they weren't even hoping to get him in here to play right now. Remember that. They they didn't want Trey Lance. To, we wanted Trey Lance to play right away. That, that's not what Kyle Shanahan wanted. And and if it wasn't for Jimmy Garoppolo's injury again, he, Trey Lance would probably still be sitting on the bench, like getting acclimated to the game while Jimmy Garoppolo plays on the last year of his contract. Let's just that, that, that's just what it is. And, and here's the thing, man. Look, I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Always have, especially as a person. I thought he was going to be able to do great things. Then he started getting injured, and we started seeing this like under like. He wasn't able to grow. He wasn't able to develop. He was he wasn't able to play. He was making business decisions by not playing here. That was okay for everybody. Okay, be a warrior. Then last year he went and been he he was the warrior. I give him that. Remember he went from not being a warrior in 2020 to being a warrior in 2021, playing with the the, the shoulder, the thumb, and all that type of stuff. And I commended him for that. I thought that was something really good. But we all knew it was time to move forward because they had drafted the future. The team was built. Let me ask you this question before we open up the phone lines. And guys, get ready to call in. If Trey Lance was still here and not injured, would the 49ers be 6-4? and four? I personally believe so. And for me, Thanksgiving yesterday, I know it's a big holiday for you guys. For us in the UK, Breezy, it just means back-to-back football which is amazing. <laughs> and I, I finished work yesterday at five o'clock, sat down in front of the TV, and I thoroughly enjoyed the Lions versus the Bills. Now, that game came down oh, to dude. two players in my eyes. Could Jared Goff get the, put the team on his back? And he couldn't. And that last play from Josh Allen, where it was, what, 20 seconds on the clock, and he, he fizzed that ball in, that got me excited. That was a glimpse of, that's what Kyle Shanahan wants. I maintain that when the Bills gave us a hide in a couple of years ago, that's when Kyle Shanahan made his mind up to move off Jimmy G. And he wanted a quarterback like Josh Allen. Now, I'm not going to say Trey Lance is Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a couple of years in the league. But what I'm saying is that big arm capability. And I've seen a lot of comparisons in the last couple of days, Breezy, between Goff and Jimmy G. And you think Jimmy G can't put the team on his back when it needs. He hasn't got that deep ball in. And in the past happy league that we're in in the NFL, that's what we want to see. Added to Trey's mobility. And I'm not saying he's going to be a run heavy first. He's not going to be a Justin Fields. You've said that yourself. What we want from Trey is to use his legs to extend the players. But I believe we'd be in the same position now. It would have been amazing to see Trey with CMC, though. Could you imagine that dynamic and that offense? Mm. It would have been amazing. Yeah, I Look, I personally think that the 49ers may even be better than 6-4. and four. That's just me. Uh, because of his extra dynamics... Uh, because the offense was catered and built around him and ready to go for him, J- they had to kind of switch it up for Jimmy Garoppolo to get back into, you know what I'm saying, like the Jimmy Garoppolo style. Uh, but look, it is what it is. I think the 49ers, you know, up to answer the question, I would say yes as well. Like, I'm I'm going to keep it a buck. I, I actually think they would maybe have seven wins opposed to six wins, maybe three losses opposed to four losses. Not too much different. Um, but the, because the way that the team, the way that the team was constructed and built, and and I think I think that's my main uh, main reason uh, behind that. We got some contributions we're gonna do. I got a question, and then you're gonna give your score prediction uh, for for Sunday's game. All right, so we're gonna end that segment, guys. Thank y'all for participating in the shoot the breeze segment of the show. Uh, it was wow, 
like it was it was just wild on. Got a couple of contributions I want to get to. Both of them for from my boy Gammon, man. He says, listen, next week do a graphics for quarterback tiers with ranking. So we'll do that for next week. We'll make sure we'll get the graphic for quarterback tiers uh and, and their rankings. And then he also says Jimmy is extremely limited, who isn't asked to do much. Trey is, isn't as limited. And at the same time, won't be asked to do much. It makes everybody's job easier when your offense is less predictable. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, some of the callers were talking about Kyle Shanahan letting the quarterback play. But I think you look at it another way, Breezy. You've got to earn that trust. And I think what we've seen over the last four games is Kyle Shanahan has made us unpredictable. You know, if you got to say to someone now, are the 49ers a pass-heavy team or a run-heavy team? And you go back and watch the game tape, It depends on the opposition. We threw the ball more than we ran the ball against the Cardinals. I believe we'll run the ball more than we'll throw the ball on Sunday. So while all these callers have been epic and absorbing all the content, I don't think Jimmy's the reason we win this game on on Sunday. I honestly think we're going to be a run-heavy offence, yards after the catch. And I've got my score prediction written down. And I just want to say thank you to everyone in the comments. I just want to clarify again, Breezy, I have no interest in the soccer of America beat England. Don't come at my DMs because I am not interested in this lighting. Like, and I'm talking to John V. I don't care. Go after Carl. Don't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it in the comment section. I was like, oh boy, he's about to speak on this one. He's zero interest. He's about to go watch football stuff, guys. Like American football right now. But listen, um, look, I think both quarterbacks do have their limitations. I think Trey Lance's limitations come due to the fact that he's just not playing professional football right now. So whatever he was asked to do in college, he did it well, whether it was against less superior teams or not, he did it well. They asked him to run the ball up the middle. He did it well. They asked him to throw the ball down the field. He did it well. He didn't have to throw many screens. He didn't have to do all that stuff. So he's coming here to this West Coast offense and he has to learn how to get the check down. And look, talking about this check down shit jimmy garoppolo didn't start doing good the check downs until christian mccaffrey came can we go back and check jimmy check down completion percentage he was terrible he was throwing balls so high over people's heads look this is not what i'm trying to do I'm not trying to be bad mad at jimmy i'm just saying the check down efficiency didn't happen until christian mccaffrey i just want to put that out there so yes Jimmy's able to hit Christian McCaffrey because he trusts wherever he places that ball. Christian McCaffrey's going to make a play. Example, Arizona Cardinals game. Ball was away from McCaffrey. He catches it with one hand and then makes the guy miss. That's Christian McCaffrey. It's not Jimmy Garoppolo. But, listen, I'm happy. Uh, and, and we just got to go out there and beat these Rams. That's it. It's at the end of the day, we got to go out and beat these Rams. We got one question we want to get to because someone remembered to save a question for the end. Eric Carr says, do you worry about the slow starts in games? Paul, do you worry about the slow start in games? It's not how you start in the NFL. It's how you finish. And look at the second half. We've shut out three NFL teams, three games in a row. That's nothing to be sniffed at. That is no laughing matter. Ryan's knows how to adjust. He, he he looks at the opposition, he looks at what they're doing, and he makes the necessary adjustments. So I'm I'm not overly worried about that. And I'm one of those breezy that when people saw Kyle has his scripted players, of course he does. Every coach in the NFL has his scripted players. You were there on Monday night. Didn't seem to uh, start too slowly, did we? We went in 17-10 at half time against the Cardinals. I was not worried. I, I, I will say this. If the 49ers would have executed, they would have scored first. So if you go back and rewatch the game, 
against the Cardinals. It was on that their first drive. Christian McCaffrey had two good runs. That third one, it was a penalty, brought the 49ers back. They were whatever. Then they threw that third down, long and third, third and long to Juwan Jennings. They had to come up off the field. That's execution. So it started with a penalty, and then it, and then the execution of the, which I thought was a good pass by Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way. Just Juwan Jennings couldn't get there and get to it. So, look, execution always comes down to it. The 49ers, they, they're not trying to start slow, but I think Paul said it right. It's not about how you start. It's always about how you finish. And the good thing is this. This is the only thing you guys should care about, right? They're making adjustments, and they're executing from the adjustments that they're making. So did they go up? They were up by seven this time, and then they kept finding ways to adjust to pile on. That's what they did. Sometimes they go down at the half, but then they come back and make the adjustments and win the game. So it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish, Paul. You couldn't have said it any better. Paul, thank you for being on here. Before you give your score prediction, let everybody know where they can find you and when they can find you. Close us out with your score prediction. I'll tell you mine after you finish yours. And we'll keep it moving, man. I appreciate you, brother. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I have to say, I do have to get better at plugging myself because I come on your show and I forget to drop my Twitter handle. So I am at Paul <laughs> underscore Hope 10. Those people who are following me already, I'm very active on social media. It's all 49ers content. I also run the at 49er Faithful UK. And like you, Breezy, I'm part of Let's Talk Sports. So I've got an exclusive for you. Dan has given me a second show. That'll be doing on a Tuesday evening, which is called the Paul Hope Show. Looks very similar to your show, but uh, I'll have to drop you a DM. I'll have to get you on so you can come. And I'll be the host, and I'll yeah. ask you the questions. I would but, love that. Uh, it's so much easier when people ask me questions. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. So Whew, yeah, That'll be a relief. But please have me on, and congratulations to the new show, your new show, the Paul Hope Show. I love it. Uh, shout out to them over there at Let's Talk Sports. Uh, they're going to be doing a giveaway soon. So once I get the information, I'll definitely make mention of it on the show. Uh, listen, and thank uh, them for helping me get back to this particular status and where I'm at. And, guys, we're on the road to 5K. If you guys don't know, uh, we're going to be giving something away every 1K. So every K we get to, we're going to be doing a nice jersey, some type of jersey, helmet, sign, some type of big giveaway. So keep pushing this channel. And it's because of you guys, right? So you guys are already subscribed. Now your job is to get other people to subscribe to the content, to the channel. And if you do that, guys, you'll be entering and another chance to win a nice giveaway. That's what we like to do over here. But, Paul, score prediction. So, uh, no surprise, the 49ers are winning. My boy Lee Gowland is at Levi's. There's no way we're losing this game. And we're winning 28 to 14 on Sunday, Breezy. That's my score prediction. 14. You ain't got us in the 30s, bro? Nah, I think we're just going to ease off a little bit. Put Brock okay. in fourth quarter. It'll be done. And then next week, we might be talking about the three quarterbacks <laughs> rather than the two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, you got it, man. Paul says 28-14. Wasn't that my score? Not my score prediction last week was 28-13. This week I'm going 34 to 10. That's do what we, I, I I believe that's what I said. Do we shut them out in the second half? Or? I don't know. I, I'm hoping they keep that up, but I know they only giving up 10 points. I, I don't care how they shut them out, I don't care what they do. They're giving up 10 points. They're giving up 10 points. I'm telling you, 10 points. And it's gonna be for some stupid blown ass coverage. All right, I see Michael saying 20. We got 28-6. We got 38-14. This is going to be fun. Guys, I'm going to be doing the Madden Challenge. I forgot, almost. And it's late. 
and I got a show tonight, so I'm going to try to get to it. Uh, really quickly, my boy Raj just put out an update of Eric Armstead, so let me see if I can find it. Uh, I know a lot of people were asking about Eric Armstead, so shout out to Raj out there. I appreciate you, bro. <clears throat> I don't know if you're watching the show, but thank you for that update. Damn, where is it? Um, did you do? Let me check my phone. All right, so we got an update on his injury status. Does anybody see it? Because I still can't find it. Oh, I see the Paul Hope show, bro. That's what's up. I just saw a flyer. My bad. Did John V apologize because he didn't want you to go to Mexico, Breezy? He said you were going to be the curse. And you went to Mexico and you broke that John curse. John V owes me a, a coffee, John. <laughs> we whipped that ass, John. And the update is Eric Armstead will be out against the New Orleans Saints, guys. So shout out to Raj for putting that out. Our SF 49ers. Make sure you're following him. And John, I want my damn coffee. And I want a, I want a special Bono Dunkin' Donuts. I want the John V Create coffee. And, and I want a coffee machine too. So you gotta figure that out, John. Because I was we we beat that tail. I, I meant to say tail in the first place. So that's the update on Eric Armstead. He's gonna be out per. Jordan Schultz. Guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Wayne Breezy Show. Shout out to Paul. I can't wait till your show airs, man. It's going to be really, really, really cool. I, I, I'm i so I'm so excited. Uh, but uh, make sure you definitely have me on as a guest. Everybody watching, enjoy y'all weekend. I should be doing that Madden Challenge within the next several hours. So make sure your alert is set to on. I will try to get that done probably five, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I'm, those are my time slots because I got to get out here and get to a show. All right? Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Thanks for watching. Peace out. See y'all on Sunday, baby. Sizzling Sunday at that. We're going to have some fun. We cooking. Peace. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah.